your home of the fans, WXDXFM, Pittsburgh. Tonight, we got hockey. Tonight, we got the Penguins. What we don't have is football. What we don't have is the Steelers, and thank God. What we don't have is a circus act. What we don't have is a laughing stock. What we don't have is a punchline. Have you yet realized how painful it is to talk about the Steelers? And has been for two or three years. And it's not because they stink right now. Sports teams in Pittsburgh have stunk before, and a lot worse too. And the Steelers were very good just last year. This isn't about being one, two, and one. This is about being a circus act. It's about Lev Bell and his constant absurdity. It's about Antonio Brown being a walking, talking, living, breathing soap opera. It's about helicopters and bicycles and social media and camera crews. It's about the betrayal perpetrated by James Harrison. It's about making scenes at high school football games. It's about Dan Rooney not there anymore. It's about Mike Tomlin and his constant parade of condescending horse manure. It's about a disconnect between the team and any fan with a brain or conscience. Everybody who could stop it either won't or worse yet, doesn't want to. Tomlin is an enabler. Ownership sits impotent. These aren't the Steelers you learn to love that are part of the team's fabric. I don't care if the Steelers are good or bad, win or lose. I can't stand being constantly annoyed by the Steelers. Maybe it's too loud and I'm too old. Maybe I'm not lit AF. Maybe it's exemplary of football and the boorishness of America today in general. But everything I just said is true, like it or not. Hockey is here, and thank God. Hey, Steelers. Hey, football. Guess what? You just made the list. The list brought to you by Matt Marks Plumbing. Count on a name you can trust. Call 412-333-WXDX for all your plumbing. Excuse me, call 412-367-0815 for all your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Or call me and I'll refer to you to Matt Merce Plumbing. Uh, I, I talk about football because I have to, but I can't stand it. It makes me want to puke. And it's undeniable that the Steelers have underachieved since their last Super Bowl appearance. Absolutely undeniable. Three playoff wins in eight years is a joke given their talent. And I don't want to hear about 13-3 and last year. They were 0-1 last year. That was the Steelers' record last year. Hey, maybe they can fix it. It's early, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. Here's the injury report from Dale Lawley, who covers the Steelers for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Uh, Vince Williams, Morgan Burnett, Marcus Gilbert, and Darius hayward Bay did not practice today. Mike Hilton was full go for the second day in a row. Chris Boswell was also full go after getting hurt Wednesday. Uh, If Marcus Gilbert can't play again, that's a problem. And, boy, he doesn't play an awful lot for one reason or the other. 
Uh, Vince Williams, you think he's replaceable? I don't know about that. They just don't have good linebackers. Maybe the kid from Florida State, the undrafted free agent, maybe he gets a shot if Vince can't go. And uh, who knows, maybe energy, adrenaline, yada, yada. Maybe that would pick the team up. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Uh, here's some good news about high school sports. Those De Gregorio kids that transferred from Hampton to North Catholic to play for their dad who got appointed the new head coach at North Catholic after being assistant at Hampton last year. The Whippeal declined their eligibility, saying it was for athletic intent. But the PIAA overruled the absurdity of the Whippeal's decision, and the De Gregorios will play for their dad at North Catholic. I'm sorry, when you go to a private school that costs money, and you're following your dad there, F athletic intent, F your perception of that. This is about kids playing for their dad, and there's no way a high school sports organization should ever have even the balls to suggest otherwise. Let's go to uh, Patience in Green Tree. Patience, you're on with Mark. Hey, Mark. I wanted to touch a little bit on yesterday. Okay, your phone's terrible. Please call back with a better phone. Let's go to Tomcat in Mount Lebanon. Tomcat, you're on with Mark. Hi, Mark. Um, I couldn't agree more with your take on football. I, I am so – I'm more excited for this hockey season than I've been in a long time, and I think it's just because I'm so sick of the freak show every darn day on the radio. Following the Steelers is a headache. It's a headache. And, and like I said, and I'm part of this circus every single day since the Wednesday before week one. What about Lev? What's Lev going to do? They need Lev. Bring Lev back. What can they do about Lev? Give him more money. Trade him. Shoot him. Push him down a flight of steps. What about Lev Bell? And it's nonstop. Can I ask a hockey question? Of course. Do you think that there is any plan in place, and maybe having Sprung on the roster helps in this, to limit Sid and Geno's and maybe even Phil's minutes this year as they no. get into their mid-30s? No, there is no plan uh, in, of that nature. They're going to play as much as they can, as well as they can, as long as they can. And when you've won what those guys have won and put up the numbers those guys have, 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 have done, they deserve to do that. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Joseph and Cranberry. Joseph, you're on with Double M. Hey, Double M. I was calling you uh, about that segment you just did, your list and putting the Steelers on it. Right. How does, how does the organization go about correcting this and coming back to what we knew and loved? I, I think it would literally take uh, the best part of a decade. It would take a new coach, a new culture, and the best part of a decade. It's just not going to happen. It's going to get worse and even more irritating. Uh they thought they were headed in the right direction because they've been drafting uh, team leaders in the draft and staying away from questionable guys. I think Martavis Bryant kind of taught them the lesson there. But it's an awful long process. And it's especially tough to institute change when uh, your second and third best players are the biggest jerk-offs of them all, the toxic twins, Bell and Brown. I mean, Lev Bell runs the Steelers right now. He's in charge. He's going to come in when he wants, carry the ball as much as he wants, and then go play for another team next year. If Bell ever suits up for the Steelers again, it's official. Bell's the boss, and the Steelers are his bitch. Let's go to Patience in Green Tree. Patience, try it again. Hey, Mark, can you hear me? I can. 
Okay, um, I saw first take yesterday, and towards the end of the segment, uh, Whitlock joined Stephen A., and he said that uh, he believes Tomlin needs to be held more responsible for some of these Steelers' losses because he's a former D-backs coach, a former defensive coordinator, and he doesn't make in-game adjustments on the defensive side of the ball, and he's supposedly calling a lot of these defensive schemes now. Well, he claims uh, he's not calling the schemes, but but I do think Tomlin needs to be held accountable for that and for a lot of things, but... I just get tired of talking about it because, honestly, Mike Tomlin has very little accountability. He is living proof of why absolutely. Flash flood warning. For the following counties in Pennsylvania, Allegheny, Washington, and Westmoreland, the National Weather Service in Pittsburgh has issued a flash flood warning for East Central Washington County in southwestern Pennsylvania, southeastern Allegheny County in southwestern Pennsylvania, southwestern Westmoreland County in southwestern Pennsylvania, until 6.45 p.m. At 5.11 p.m., radar indicated heavy rain in the warned area. Flash flooding, expected. Estimated rainfall, up to one inch. Additional rainfall, up to one half inch. Some locations that may experience flooding include Pittsburgh, Mount Lebanon, Bethel Park, Monroeville, Greensburg, McKeesport, Jeanette, Gastonville, West... This is Sidney Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You're listening to Mark Madden and the best hockey talk on 105.9 The X. It's now time to ask Mark anything, brought to you by Chapino Restaurant Cigar Bar. It's the city's number one, numero uno, seafood and chop house, so do check out Chapino in the strip. Don't forget we have... The Hockey Night Show brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman from 5.30 till 6 o'clock. Special guest Chris Letang of the Penguins. Uh, let's go to Carl in the car. Carl, you're on with the Super Genius. Ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. What's up, brother? Hi. Yeah, see you later. That's funny when I do it. You're a loser when you do it. Leaves the line open. Not much action on the phones today. Were you all struck by lightning? If so, that would be a good thing. 412-333-9939. Let's go to Nash downtown. Nash, you're on with Double M. Double M, if you indulge me, I have a two-part question. Okay. Number one, number one, why are you so enamored with the NHL when it's just a bunch of vanilla midget skating on ice with no personality? Well, maybe that's why you don't like it. I think it's the fastest-moving game. There's no downtime. In football, there's only seven minutes of actual action, which, which is a major reason to hate the game itself. Uh, hockey's fast. It's exciting. Something unique can happen on every play. Football's played by rote. It's played by big muscle-bound dump skulls who generally can't, can't count to ten if you spot them one through eight. So that's why I like hockey over football. Why do you like football over hockey? Can you express your love for the game of football without insulting hockey? You've already done that. Well, first off, that's a fair analysis of what you said, and I didn't necessarily say I like any sport different than the NHL. Okay. But I, I feel that most of the other sports have more personalities, and there's yeah, more Yeah, but, it, but it, bro, it's bad personality. Football players are, are, are excrement heads. They're horrible people. I mean, everything they do is annoying. How can you be a Steeler fan at this point with the last two, three years nonstop chaos? 
that's that's a fair point. You know why I like hockey? I'll tell you why I like hockey. The Penguins are my favorite team and have been since I was seven years old. I'm never ashamed of them. I'm never ashamed of the logo. I'm never ashamed of the people playing for the team. They can lose. They've lost a lot. I've seen some bad seasons, but I've never been ashamed of being a Penguin fan. I don't see how people can't be ashamed of being Steeler fans right now. It's a circus. Wouldn't you like to see more personality in that sport? No. No, I'd like to see less personality in football. I'd like to see less helicopters and camera crews and and, and, uh, Bentleys painted black and gold. I'd like to see more game and less show. Anything else? Good call. Let's go to Kevin in the Strip District. Kevin, ask Mark anything. What's up, man? What up? Is a animal cracker a cookie or a cracker? It's called animal cracker, right? Yes, sir. It's a cracker. There we go. All righty. Thank you for the call. That was deep, uh, deep, deep thoughts with Jack Handy. Let's go to Hebrew Hammer. Yakshamash. Yakshamash. Hey, um. Oh, boy. Oh, if the Penguins play Wilson, uh, the Capitals with Wilson. If you're the Penguins, do you sit sit in the stars? No. Because you know he's going to do that again, right? But, but he doesn't run at stars. Look at his track record. He runs at the lesser lights maybe because he knows there's less of a price to pay both at the moment and with the suspension. If Tom Wilson would hit Sid like that, Tom Wilson would have got suspended for 50 games. You, you know what? But that suspension wouldn't fix Sid's career if it was over. And um, um, hey, if, just, we're up, if we're up to me, Hammer, I'd kick Tom Wilson out of hockey, period. I think that's where it's going to head because guys like him, when he plays hockey and the way he plays, he can't control it. It's just by chance that he's hit those players like oh, that. He, no, I don't know about that. I, I think he knows exactly what he's doing out there and who he's doing it to. He's a sociopath and a criminal. And uh, he's about one inch away on one of these hits from going to jail. Never mind uh, getting suspended. He's he's an inch away from killing somebody and going to jail. Let's go to Bob in Wilkins Township. Bob, ask Mark anything. Hey, Mark. I know you like to purge. I think it's been getting better every episode. What say you? I thought the the last two episodes kind of dragged. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah, now they're going into cliched territory. Although I do like, what is it, the Carnival of Flesh? Yes, yes. And you know what? You got the guy who purchased his old girlfriend as a martyr, that Penelope storyline? Yes. Boy, you know, you could see that really happening, couldn't you? Oh, you really could. Now we see the brother's been caught now. Her brother got caught. Yeah, but her brother, that, that's the one thing that, that is cliched about the purge. The guy, who, the die, guy, sure. the, the ex-boyfriend should have killed the brother right away. You <laughs> right, never give right. the ex-marine a chance to get loose and wreak havoc. Just kill the ex-marine right away and then take your time with whatever else. Thank you for the call. Okay, up next, we got uh, Richard and Austin on hold, which is good because they want to talk hockey. And it's hockey calls only. It's just around the corner. It's the Hockey Night Show. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich and Fishman. I'm live at Buford's. Right across the street from PPG Paints Arena, it's the Mark Madden Show 105.9. It's the Exit 105.9 Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. On your home for the best Pens coverage and the best hockey talk. 105.9 The X.
Uh, Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman was the number one line for the New York Rangers in the 30s. Uh, different guys, but but that was their names. Double M on the X. It's the Hockey Night Show. We got the Pens and Caps at 7 o'clock. We got the Penguins Network pregame at 6 o'clock. We got Chris Letang in just a little bit right here on the Hockey Night Show. Uh, we had Josh Owey on earlier and uh, brought up a lot of interesting points up. Uh, I think this Penguins team, if it's not the deepest since the cap came into play in the National Hockey League, I think it's close. It's a centers league. You've got six legitimate NHL centers, seven if you count Teddy Bluger in the minors. you got Hornquist and Kessel at right wing. You're not exactly loaded at left wing, but you got Gensel and Hagelin's such a good fit for Malkin and Kessel. You got the most underrated defense core in hockey, and I think the best defense core in the Eastern Conference in hockey. Yes, the Penguins have just absolutely scintillating depth, and uh, it comes into play every year. It came into play last year where the Penguins were just caught a bit short on defense. Chad Ruweedle's good for 30 games a year. Any more than that, you're really pressing your luck. He's a guy who comes in when somebody gets hurt, so that depth this year, especially on defense, uh, should pay dividends. So we want hockey calls only right now. Four one two three 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 WXDX. If you're just tuning in, uh, Brian Dumlin is a game time decision. I've been told it's about fifty fifty whether he'll play. Uh, Daniel Sprong practiced yesterday, and he looks very likely to skate on the fourth line tonight with Matt Cullen and Riley Shane. So, like I said, hockey calls only. Four one two three 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 WXDX. Let's go to Richard in the car. Richard, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Good. Double M. I saw yeah, the last, I saw the last um, home exhibition game, and I was very impressed with Uso Ricola. Right. The skating is very smooth, great playmaker, and a solid defender. Do you think he's ahead of Oli Mata at this stage? No, he's not, not, even Bro, not even close. Not even close. Well, how do you see him fitting in with the team? I don't. I see him as the number seven defenseman, and he'll play when somebody gets hurt. Otherwise, he won't. Okay. I mean, you would really play him ahead of Oli Mata, a guy with two Stanley Cup rings who's the same age that's been in the league for four years. No, I'm not saying I would play him in front of him, but I feel like the talent level is similar. No, you couldn't be more wrong. If the talent level's similar... Why did it take Juso Ricola until he was 24 to get over here? Different, different career paths. No, you, you, bro. No, no offense. You seem like a nice guy. You couldn't possibly be more wrong. You're talking about Juso Ricola, an undrafted free agent with no NHL experience, and Oli Mata, two Stanley Cup rings, and a former first round pick. You could not possibly be more wrong. Let's go to uh, Joe on the south side. Joe. You're on the Hockey Night Show. Okay, Joe hung up. Let's go to Matt in Cannonsburg. Matt, you're on the Hockey Night Show. Good evening, Mark. What up? I wanted to ask you, uh, with the depth that uh, the Penguins have, I think this might be uh, the best fourth line that they've ever had. And the depth that they do have, I can only think of one word to describe it, and that would be too messing. Yeah, you probably thought that was funny. It's not. Thank you for the call. Uh, it's a pretty deep team, and it could 
definitely achieve. I, I was on Stan Savage show today, and Stan said it was a Stanley Cup or bust year, and I kind of disagree with the wording of that because the Penguins have not underachieved in the Crosby, Malkin, Latang era. They've, they've got three cups. They have not underachieved, cannot underachieve, no matter what happens moving forward, unlike, say, the Tomlin, Bell, and Braun Steelers, who have underachieved badly. Uh, it's, a, it's very hard to win a Stanley Cup, let alone a third in four years. The Penguins have a team that's good enough to do it. Real quick, the Ron in the car. Ron, you're on yeah, the Mark. Hockey Night Show. What's up? Real quick. Mark. Yeah, we'll, we'll just pass on Ron and uh, and and uh, get ready for that Chris Letang interview. But uh, Ron was supposed to ask till his brain stopped functioning if the Penguins would be screwed without Matt Murray. Of course they'd be screwed without Matt Murray. Just like any team with a solid big-time number one goalie would be screwed if that guy got hurt. There's 31 teams in the league. It is not tumescent with great backups. Although I think Casey DeSmith or Tristan Shari will do fine, unless it's playoff time. We got Chris Letang up next. I'm Mark Madden at Buford's 105.9 The X. It's the X's Hockey Night Show with your host, Mark Madden. Brought to you by Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. The best hockey talk on your home of the Pens and best Pens coverage, 105.9 The X. Joining me now, he feels good and he's ready to go. After being a year removed from neck surgery, he's one of hockey's best defensemen from the Penguins. It's number 58. Chris Letang. Uh, Tanger, how much better do you feel this year, and how bad did you feel last year? Did you ever really feel like you were comfortable last season? Uh, I feel a lot better. Uh, last year uh, was uh, when I came to training camp. I was not like near the shape I am in uh, this year. Um, I didn't have a chance to really go out there, skate around, and uh, – Kind of get adjusted after surgery. As of this year, I'm a year. Uh, I'm a year in t- into this, and uh, I felt comfortable. I've been uh, through pretty much everything: uh, playoff hockey, a regular season uh, grind. So uh, no, I felt comfortable, and I'm uh, ready to go. Now you were able to train all summer and and rest more too, because you guys uh, got knocked out in the second round. Training means a lot to you, I know. So it's a confidence thing too, right? I mean. When you get ready, you kind of feel more ready, correct? Yeah, no, that's that's correct. Uh, uh, especially after injuries, you uh, you want to make sure you're solid. You feel comfortable going out there, getting hit, uh, and obviously, I uh, play the play a physical game also. So, um, no, when you have a little bit of time to rest and train, uh, you always feel uh, good about yourself heading into camp. Now, how do you feel you played last year? Not just good or bad. But specifically, what went right for you and what didn't? Uh, up and down. I think uh, consistency was uh, was an issue for me. Um, you could see it, uh, obviously, in, in a lot of back-to-back games that we played. Um, I would be fine in the first one, and the second game would be a would be a disaster. So uh, uh, I think that was uh, that was where I had a couple issues and. Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna be the first one to admit that it was not a a good season for me. It was an adjustment, and uh, obviously, uh, um, maybe I, uh, I I went too early into the season. Maybe I should take more time, uh, play more game practice. Uh, uh, sorry, play more preseason game practice more with the team, uh, 
and, and uh, to get to uh, to um, to a stage that I, I'm, I feel comfortable going out there with my neck. Now, the plan is supposedly to play you less minutes this year, Tanger, but I just don't believe it. Do you think it's going to work out that way? Because we've heard that before. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, uh, when when you have a player that used to play a lot of minutes, uh, if he brings the, if he brings his A game and he's playing well, you're going to want to put him on the ice. And um, I think that's how he's going to go. If uh, one night I don't have my, my game, uh, maybe I'm going to play less. But uh, if I'm on my game, I think uh, every coach wants to utilize those guys and uh, put them out there. Uh, every every game are important in this, uh, in, in this league. And uh, I think that's, uh, that's how I'm going to approach it anyway. Anyway, I'm just gonna try to uh, work hard every game, play hard, and uh, my uh, my time is gonna be what it is. So uh, that's how I see it. Now, you're 31. Are you at the point where you think you need to change your game a bit? I, I don't know, maybe be more conservative. Does that ever cross your mind? No, not at all. I think uh, it actually makes me more hesitant and actually more vulnerable. Uh, um, I I've said in the past. Uh, I got I got to this point playing in a certain way, and uh, they signed me for eight years because I was playing a certain way. So, um, and uh, no, I think I'm 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 just a player I am today because uh, of what I did before. We're talking to Chris Latang of the Penguins. You're on the home of the Penguins, 105.9 The X. Tanger, what's Brian Dumoulin like as a partner? Uh, you've had a ton of partners since arriving at Pittsburgh. But he seems an ideal fit for you. Why do you think that is? Uh, yeah, I know he's uh, he's been uh, really good for me. Uh, he's a guy that you can rely defensively, and uh, now in the last few years, you kind of see him uh, evolve as a player. He joins the rush. He, uh, uh, he he's a little bit more involved offensively, so um, you kind of see him uh, becoming a good two-way defenseman. As of before, you would only see him as a two uh, as a like a shutdown kind of guy. So, uh, but uh, no, he's uh, he's fun to play with. He talks a lot. Uh, he's always open to uh, to talk on the bench about different plays. So it's a it's a good player to, to be paired with. I think you guys have a really good defensive core, Tanger. Uh, I think Johnson makes it better, and Ricola makes it deeper. What's your take on the whole group on defense? Not exactly what you said. I think we're, <laughs> we're strong. Uh, I like the addition of uh, Jack Johnson. Uh, He's uh, we're the same age, and I kind of grew up uh, watching him play uh, for for USA. And uh, he's a he's a player that always impressed me uh, with his size, his skill, uh, his uh, ability to skate. So um, no, I'm I'm glad he's on our side, and uh, I don't think uh, people uh, give enough credit for for his skill and his offensive instincts. So uh, no, we're excited to to have him on in our lineup. Now, Ricola has been a sensation at camp. What's your take on him? Oh, he's really good. Good hockey sense. He, he's, uh, he's a really good player that that uh, likes to play both both ends of the ice. And uh, even if he's uh, just uh, just get, getting used to the NHL, he, he wants to put his nose into uh, into scrums. He wants to, he likes the physical game, so it's fun to see that too. Uh, how tough is it for defensemen? To be offensive now, Tanger. Uh, Paul Coffey was the best ever at that, but a coach today would never let a defenseman play like that, would he? 
I mean, uh, no, they wouldn't. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know. the The game is uh, it, it's it's different. Like Paul Coffey is a unique defenseman in the in a sea of of big, tall defensemen uh, that were uh, that were like uh, just playing the defensive game. So he's a he's a unique uh, player. He's like he's a Hall of Famer that. Uh, like he, he he had the skill and the talent to do all that, so uh, I think that's why uh, he was uh, he was able to do all that. But in this uh, in this league, everybody's fast, everybody's strong, and uh, it's it's a lot harder. And every little mistake, it seems like uh, these days it, it it turns quickly and it goes the other way. So um, I don't think uh, I don't think you're gonna see defensemen like Paul Coffey uh, anytime soon. You've won three cups. You've been an all-star. It's been a great career so far. What still motivates you, Tang, and what do you still feel like you can accomplish? <laughs> I still uh, I still have fingers that don't have uh, Stanley Cup rings on, so I look at my hands and there's a lot of more room. So. You, you, you don't really put much uh, stock in personal awards, right? Like Norris Trophy, stuff like that? No, I think it's, uh, it's all uh, done by the media and uh, it's not something I. Uh, it's not something that actually I think of. Um, uh, I'm 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 more focused on uh, actually uh, getting the end result that everybody wants and and the result that everybody's going to be remembered of. So uh, that's uh, that's how I see it. You sound like Mario Lemieux when you say that, Tanger, and I mean that in the best best possible way. Uh, you've played your whole career with Sid and Gino. What's that been like? Uh, you guys all have a front row seat for each other. That's got to be so much fun. Yeah, no, uh, it's uh, it's incredible uh, to have the chance. Even like uh, sometimes you're on the bench and you, you're like amazed to, to see what they're able to do on the ice. So um, to have the chance to to play 13 years with these guys is uh, is special. And and uh, there, I have only uh, good words to. To, for for them, they they've been great teammates. They their will to win, their work ethic are just uh, unbelievable. And you're behind the two of them an awful lot out there on the ice with them. I mean, your games really mesh, don't they? Uh huh. Your games really mesh. I mean, you're out there with Sid or Gino a lot of the time. Yeah, no, it's uh, like you you know you you want guys with offensive instincts like that when uh, when they, these guys are out there and. Uh, after all those years, I kind of uh, see the patterns of, of what they do on the ice. So um, I think it's uh, it's fun that we have uh, that that chemistry going. Uh, finally, Tanger, after not winning last year, after winning the two years before that, what's the energy like in the room this year? Uh, you guys don't make excuses, but two cups in a row was a long grind, and I think that showed up a little bit last year. Yeah, no, it's uh, definitely uh, harder to win. Uh, especially after going all the way for two seasons in a row, um, you don't, you don't you won't see that anymore uh, with the salary cap, all the moves in the summer, all these things. It's uh, it's a hard league. It's 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 hard to get into the playoffs. Uh, you never know how it's going to go. Uh, the, the schedule, the the traveling, these uh, it, it's all hard. So um, maybe to. To uh, to have a longer uh, summer and uh, 
be able to prepare for for another season, recharge the battery. I think uh, it's just uh, going to be beneficial for us. Tanger, thanks as always for taking the time, and congratulations on your second child, your daughter Victoria, born over the summer. Is she keeping you up at night? <laughs> yeah, a little bit, uh, but she's been good. Uh, actually, uh, she's been really good. But I have a, uh, a wife that is uh, the perfect mom, so uh, she's uh, she's uh, holding the fort pretty well. <laughs> well, good stuff, Tanger. Thank you. That's Chris Letang. I'm Mark Madden. It's time now for the Penguins Network pregame show, and after that, it's the Pens and Caps here on the home of the Penguins, 105.9 The X.